Welcome to Japan According to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. What's happening, people? Welcome to episode 36 of Japan According to Akio. Um, You know, pretty smooth episode. It was longer than I thought it would be.、Um, the topics, everything ran a bit longer.、Uh, you know, pretty, you know, cut and dry. But no, I, I kind of rambled a bit.、Um, I talked about juice <laughs> a little bit. But you know, the main topics were Golden Week in Japan, example of、uh, black companies in Japan. I don't know. Stay in your seats. You'll kind of hear what I'm talking about. Um, and an example,、uh, Ampanman, which, you know, if you don't know what, who that is, you're going to find out today. And、um, an example of free thinking, independent thought in Japan. It's not all dark. So do yourself a favor. Oh, yeah.、Uh, also, I, re- I admitted that I fucked up the name of the new、uh, Avengers movie. In a previous episode. So, alright, but anyway, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. We are back at it again, episode 36, coming at you live.、Um, my bad, I, I listened to, before I start, I listened to the previous episode. I heard some background noise in the joint. I don't know what it was. Like, I'm kind of lying, like sitting down on the floor, on the carpet, if you will. So, I'm guessing me, like, moving around, shuffling around,、uh, was making some background noise. So, I'm going to try and be still as a motherfucker this time, just so it doesn't、um, show up on the mic. So, my bad about that.、Um, but, but we are here for another marvelous episode of Japan According to Akil. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for seeing. Well, you're not seeing me because you're, you're listening, I guess.、Um, <clears throat> you know, we, it is almost May, and if you're unfamiliar with the calendar here in Japan, we are, well, today, when am I recording? This is all April 30th. So, the end of April, the first week of May, is a really significant time here in Japan because it's Golden Week. So, Golden Week, if you don't know what that is, it's like the last week of、uh, the last, the end of April and the first week of May is a string of holidays here in Japan. And they all kind of like line up. Sometimes they line up consecutively,、um, but not always, but pretty much like、um, it's just like, you know. A、uh, four day holiday and a three day holiday, or some combination of those. Some years you get lucky and it's just a string of fucking holidays where it can just be like seven, eight days off. So Tokyo's fucking empty. You know, basically, almost no one's at work. The trains are empty. Commuter trains are a breeze. Everyone who's in the city is, you know, really and working, is really enjoying life.、Um, the highways are fucking. Chaos. Like, <laughs>、um, let me just, I got my PC open. I'm just curious if I type in、uh, Japan Golden Week traffic. Let me see what comes up、uh, on picture images. Let's see what comes up. Yep, 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 yep.、Um, you can see some images. It looks like not all of them are from Japan, some of them are from China. But、um, there's, I think, a really interesting one.、Uh, the second, if you, if you Google again, Japan Golden Week traffic, the third image, the third row, the first image on the left, is kind of typical of like Japan. This place in Hakone, and it shows like just line of fucking traffic, just, you know, going all the way down the street. Um, that's pretty much what it is anywhere outside of Tokyo. Like going outside of Tokyo is a fucking chaos.、Um, you can kind of see the second picture from the top, the second one from the left, is another typical image of it as well.、Um, 
you know, you can see it's on the news like all the time, like every year, like the nightmare traffic going out of Tokyo and then coming back into Tokyo, as well as airport, like, you know, could be a rush. Like, imagine, like, if, if you're from America, imagine Thanksgiving, like, times a million, pretty much, because. Um, if you don't know, like in Japan, pretty much there's only a few, t like Japanese people really have trouble taking holidays, especially extended holidays, like, you know, um, anything more than like two, three days is kind of an issue in a lot of companies, which we're going to talk about later. But, um, so, you know, Golden Week is really like one of the times where, you know, for families, like the kids don't have school, like you got a few days off. So, if you want to take a family fucking vacation, this is really much, pretty much the only time you can do it. Also during Obon, like summer holiday season as well, uh, in August, it, it, it gets kind of complicated. But anyway, in August for people in the Kanto area or for, in the Tokyo region, the Tokyo part of Japan, it gets complicated. I'm not even going to explain it. But um, for the most part, like for summer holiday season as well, is the only time people really take uh, vacations. Golden week. Old summer holiday season Obon are like the two times where people and end of the year but is, that's not really so much vacation time that's more like family time which you probably heard me talk about before but vacation time golden week summer holiday season that's about it so everyone who can take a fucking vacation is taking a fucking vacation so you, if you look at these pictures you can kind of see highways are fucking a mess but the good news is, um, if you're not going anywhere outside of Tokyo, it's really, really calm, really, really chill. I love, like, just being in Tokyo around this time because the train is really light and easy, um, you know, not crowded at all. Um, anywhere you go is kind of chill as well. So, I took a few, I, I had, of course, my normal day off today, got one more day with my wife the day after tomorrow. I took a day off because, and, um, she's taking a day off and... Next weekend, we're going to do some family time as well. But basically, this year, um, it's, what is today, Sunday. So we have a three-day holiday. So Saturday, of course, Saturday, Sunday, Monday are, Monday's a holiday. Then Tuesday and Wednesday are regular work days. This is, I know it kind of sounds kind of weird, but this is how Japan functions. Um, so Tuesday and Wednesday are regular work days. Then Thursday, Friday are holidays. And then, of course, you have the weekend, right? So... Basically, what happens if is someone is bold enough, quote unquote, to take two paid holidays, they can line up nine days off in a row. Now, you might be thinking, oh, sweet, man, dope, like do that shit. But it's kind of a big deal taking those holidays in the Japanese company. If you kind of listen to the previous episode, you heard like, you know, power harassment. There's a lot of shit that goes into you know everyday life here in a company. And um it's not like, oh, I got paid holidays. I'm just going to take, you know, those days off. doesn't really work like that here in Japan. So even if a lot of employees, even if they want to take, I hear it from students all the time, even if they want to take paid holidays, they have the right to take pay those two days off and just have a long extended holiday, they won't do it because, you know, it's like a problem for the company and, and you know, it'll be a bunch of work piled up and shit like that. So, so typically... um English study, like, you know, um, like what I do, is kind of those kind of long vacation times are actually like some of the busiest times because everyone, ha you know, a lot of people who aren't going on vacation, they just ain't got shit to do. So they just come to fucking study English, you know, and kill time doing that. So, you know, my job is pretty much jam-packed. But this year, I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to take some family time and also take some time to work on my project and just you know you know shit like that so that's pretty much a golden week in japan it's fucking crazy you know um but but um yeah that's it so i'm gonna um like i said the day after tomorrow take some time hang out with my wife we're gonna see avengers um, I realized in the previous episode, I was saying Infinity Wars. I know, like, <laughs> not Infinity War. I know it's like comic book people were like, God damn it, get it right to kill. <laughs> it's Infinity War, motherfucker. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. I don't know. I sound like a complete, like, you know, novice. But yeah, I'm going to see Infinity War. No S. 
on Monday. I got to reserve some tickets because, you know, even though it is a weekday, there are some people still off. So, you know, whatever. So um, we'll see what's up with that. I'm kind of, I think I'm pretty much caught up on all the movies. So um, I've been secretly, hopefully my wife never hears this. I'm in the middle of the night when I got time. I've been secretly watching Marvel movies to kind of catch up on the story of Infinity War. <laughs> like, you know, like my backlog of Marvel movies that I haven't seen over the past couple of years because I've been busting my ass. So I kind of, you know, taking some time now to just take some me time when you know like maybe one night a week or two nights a week or whatever you got to do it you know so um so yeah uh <laughs> i've been doing that because you know she she's not really big into like american style comics anyway and so you know those movies you can even if you don't know like the deeper fucking plot points and shit like that you can still enjoy it but at least i need to know what the fuck is going on because i'm because i know the when we saw the first avengers movie together like years back like you know i had to answer a million questions after the movie so i'm pretty sure like there's gonna be a million fucking more questions after we watch it so i gotta be schooled on what the fuck is going on so i can explain shit to her <laughs> but that'll be fun you know um so that's that so that's golden week um so tonight we got oh yeah we got a full slate of shit for you um i told you i got two articles um that are kind that are kind of related to kind of show um, two sides of corporate culture here in Japan, similar to what we, I was talking about before. Um, I know last episode I said, oh, it might be a short episode, and then we end up going on for like an hour. But um, this actually might be a short episode, really, uh, just because I'm not quite sure if these topics... I got I got a variety of shit, but it's two things that kind of piggyback off of each other. But I just don't know if it's going to be enough for me to stretch it out super, super long. And you know me, like, whether it's, I told you, whether it's 20 minutes or two hours, I don't give a, I haven't talked for two hours yet. But if it is, like, you know, I don't mind. I just want to give you some shit that I think is valuable and I'm not just going to be here killing time, you know, just to to hear myself fucking talk, <laughs> you know, I, I, for like the, you know, I think we're up to like 8.3 people now. So, you know, all 8.3 of y'all, um, I'm pretty sure like y'all wouldn't be interested in that shit either. So however long, again, however long this shit goes, it goes. So, you know, um, tonight I got a feeling tonight's going to be kind of short. Anyway, tomorrow I'm, I'm working earlier than normal. So, um, because I, I can make my own schedule at my job. So um, I decided, you know, since I got the day after tomorrow is my day off, I decided to work earlier than normal tomorrow so that I can kind of start, you know, um, my days off earlier. I kind of fucked up my schedule because I could have just scheduled two days off in a row since the, the this is the end of the month. But and I, I didn't really think about that when I put in my schedule, you know, because I, I took the first off and I could I should have just normally Sunday's my day off. But if I would have taken Monday off, I would have just had two days, you know, in a row. But can't win them all. <laughs> oh, tonight's drink, by the way, is uh, mm. I normally don't drink um, juice. I used to be a huge, just some background information on me. I used to be a huge fucking juice person. And this piggybacks on what we were talking about on the previous episode, Sub Negro's Topic. Um, like, when I first came to Japan, you know, like in America, like when I lived in America, you know, it was all about the juice. You know, juice is healthy. Juice, you know, not fucking soda. Juice is where it's at, right? So... I was, you know, I grew up brainwashed with that shit. Like, hey, I'm drinking juice. I'm being fucking healthy. You know, like, look, mom, I'm drinking my orange juice. Right. <laughs> so. So, um, like when I come into, you know, in college, same thing. I never I, I tried to avoid soda so much when late in my late teens and early 20s, you know, and like, hey, I'm not I'm a fucking healthy, man. I'm drinking fucking juice. Fuck that soda shit. <laughs> and like I used to just drink a lot of juice. So when I came to Japan, um, you know, and uh, like, yeah, I, I was on that same shit. And I think, like, yeah, how old was I around that time? I was, like, 24 or something like that. I hit the time where I was, 
I was working and I st- like I was eating, like I was kind of stressed out about my job at the time. I was managing school for like this. This is a long story for this big uh, English chain at the time that went bankrupt, by the way. Um, and it came, they came back after bankruptcy, but um, I was managing for a school for them. And I was kind of stressed out. And, you know, I was eating like I was in my teens, pretty much. And, you know, like, again, Subnegro, this is kind of one of the things I say, if you let yourself go, like, I really was not, I was, like, literally, like, going bananas. Like, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, I was, you know, I was, like, eating hamburgers every day, like, eating, like, you know, popcorn, shrimp, and burgers and shit. Like, you know, I was, I was in my junk food phase. I was, you know, like a burger and smoothie. Like, I was going hard at it. And, um... At the time, I think I was, um, I was, um, yeah, I, I was, anyway, so, um, I was staying with, you know, wife, my mother-in-law, and, and, um, because a lot of shit happened, but whatever, I'm not even gonna get all into that, all that, but, you know, like, I was, one day, like, I was gaining weight, basically, you know, and I didn't really notice how much weight I was gaining, because I was super skinny at that time, um. Uh, I was always like a skinny person and I never envisioned myself gaining weight. So like then like one day, you know, I was like at the point where I was killing off a carton of juice a day, you know. And I'm thinking this shit's healthy, like it's juice, you know. And one day my mother in law was like, Uh, you kinda need to ease up on the juice. Like <laughs> I was like, What is juice? And then like it turned into like this fucking japanese juice intervention with like my wife she was my girlfriend at the time or maybe my fiance she was she was still my girlfriend yeah she was still my girlfriend at the time but like it would turn into this whole fucking intervention where it's just like look juice is not fucking healthy <laughs> and i was like what you're like it's a bunch of sugar in this shit and you just like wolfing this shit down all day like you know and i was like really my image is juice is healthy and then like i think that was one of the moments where i realized i've been lied to by america or not that just i mean <laughs> but like you know like the fact that oh shit like some there is a big significant difference between the american diet and the japanese diet and you know um again like i'd say about five years ago now um i really really to make some drastic changes in my eating habits but i mean i'm jumping all over the place um but let me go back to that time so you know after that yeah after that time um you know yeah 2006 2007 yeah, around 2006, 2007 is when, um, yeah, I was kind of big. And then after that, I started getting in shape again, started working out and stuff like that. You know, it became like a huge workout fanatic and whatever. But but um, and, but um, I was still like eating, you know, like whatever the fuck I wanted. Um, and fast forward to five years ago when like i really started like you know cutting out the the fast food and and doing shit like that and stop drinking sodas and and and, um juices you know so pretty much only tea which bring you might be like why the fuck am i talking about this is because i'm drinking juice now (laughs) tonight's drink is blood orange juice but it's watered down blood orange juice because like you know Again, being in Japan for so long, your taste buds change. So, like, drinking straight blood orange juice. You know, I love blood orange juice, but, like, I love orange juice. You know, I love the flavor of the shit, but it's just too strong for me to drink, like, a whole fucking cup of that shit. So, I got to, like, cut that shit with water, you know. Mm. So, to kind of, like, you know, basically water down the flavor of the shit. So, um, yeah, that was a completely pointless rant but <laughs> sorry about that if you were like what the fuck are you talking about keel but uh, i i just did exactly what i said i wasn't gonna do <laughs> a few minutes ago <laughs> okay this episode's going off the rails let's stay focused everybody okay <laughs> sorry sorry okay um so uh what we're gonna do tonight let, let's get in this thing so again talking talking about uh, let's get into these fucking articles right so talking about um corporate culture in japan i've got two articles 
And I'm wondering which one I should talk about first. The we'll start with the negative one, right? Um, because one's negative, one's positive. And I heard actually how I heard about both of these is in a lesson that I had with a student who told me about these two stories. I had no idea they existed. So um, thanks to that dude. Um, and you know, um, one is from a few months ago. One is from a few years ago so the first one is again i'm not bashing okay i'm not bashing 7-eleven i'm just giving you some secondhand information i didn't know because we were talking about um you know uh, power harassment things like that and there's a term that i gotta kind of use you'll hear me use probably in this episode is black companies right um in japanese it translates to black kigyo and i was kind of thinking about uh how not like black like me black not like black panther wakanda black like um we're talking um what's the word like companies that use and abuse their employees with unfair business practices i guess forcing them to do overtime basically a lot of the shit that you know um was in the previous episode um companies do basically just overburdening their staff with way too much work and treating them like it's a fucking sweatshop that's a fucking black company um someone i do like a language exchange with she kind of works for one as well um, and, you know, just working till midnight, working all over the fucking place, like busting your ass, running around all over the place, getting ungodly amounts of work so that the company president and everyone else can make that cash. And you just complain about everything. Pretty much that's what happens. I'm curious. Um, let, me, let me do another quick Google images search. If I type in black company, Japan. What type of images will come up to give a visual representation of it? Um, nothing too helpful. <laughs> yeah, nothing really too helpful. Uh, yeah, nah, nah, it's just some bullshit. So never, never mind. Don't really Google that if you know. You probably won't really get if you if you're not versed on the topic, you won't probably won't get an uh, idea about it. But if you check Google search. Um, Wikipedia, for whatever it's worth, or Japan Times as well, um, goes into it. Uh, the first two searches, Black Company Japan, are um, related to it. So, no, no, no. Sorry, my mistake. The first search, the, Wiki, the Wikipedia one's probably the best, the best one um, for you to read about it. You know, and I'll just read whatever. Fuck it, I'll read a little bit now. Um, a Black Company also referred to in English as black corporation or black business is a Japanese term for exploitative 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 sweatshop type employment system while the term sweatshop is associated with manufacturing and the garment trade in particular in Japan black companies are not necessarily associated with the clothing but more often with office work and blah 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 blah. I didn't click on the link that's just what it says in the summary so again if you want to read more about that shit you can but basically a company that just like treats you like sweatshop workers is a black company so in Japan so um Apparently, according again, this is not my view. I'm Seven Eleven. Don't come after me, please. Okay, because <laughs> I ain't got it. If you, but um, according to my one of my students, Seven Eleven, you know, Seven and I Holdings, um, I believe is the name of the company. That's what they say in the commercials. Um, it's a black company. You know, my image of Seven Eleven from the states is like it's Seven Eleven. It's you know, Slurpees is cool, but here, like, no. Nah, apparently, they are a black company. And he told me, I don't know, we were talking about it. He told me like, you didn't know that shit. I was like, nah. He was like, yeah, they're infamous. Apparently, so um, um, he told me about this story. And you can read the article. It says um, it's again from Japan Times. It's from when was this from? Uh, I think this was recently, a few months ago, earlier this year, this winter, I think. I can't find the date. Fuck it, whatever. I can't find the date, but oh no, April. Yeah, April eighteenth. That's what it is. Yeah, April eighteenth. So this story came out recently. Something that happened over this past winter. The title of the article is Seven Eleven Store Chain Forced Owner to Stay Open During Fukui Fukui Blizzard Union says. 
you know, one more time. Uh, 7-Eleven store chain forced owner to stay open during Fukui blizzard, Union says. Again, if you, I'm sure if you type in uh, Japan Times 7-Eleven uh, store blizzard, it'll come up. You don't have to type in the whole thing. Um, but basically, a summary of what happened was, like, <laughs> there was this huge blizzard. Again, we had a huge snowstorm. I remember it. Um, a few... Months ago, you might have remembered me talking about um, when the huge snowstorm hit and I was running around Tokyo, if you were a long-time listener. Well, apparently, um, so I don't know where the fuck Fukui is. Um, I'm not pulling it up on the map. But um, there was a big-ass snowstorm. And on, in February, you know, 12 people died as a result of it. And, you know, it was it crushed a bunch of houses and shit got all crazy. But... Um, you know, it, it forced the Japanese self-defense force to be called out. You know, the, the equivalent of, like, the National Guard, pretty much. So, but, um, apparently, during the, it recently was revealed by the labor union of franchise owners that uh, in that area, you know, when this fucking snowstorm blizzard disaster going on, um, a store owner of a 7-Eleven in his 50s uh began shoveling snow in no no, 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 no. okay I'm getting too much um he was forced yeah that's right the the store owner was forced um by 711 to stay open during the fucking blizzard for 50 hours without 50 that's five not 15 five zero 50 hours without sleep after the 7-Eleven um, rejected his request to close up and suspend business during the heavy snow, the heaviest part of the snowfall during the blizzard. So basically, you know, it was snowing, it was blizzard, blizzarding out there. I guess he was the only one there. You know, no one else was there. And he was like, fuck, hey, y'all, can I close this motherfucker? Because this shit's getting deep out here. It's getting serious. And they were like, fuck you. You guys keep them motherfucker open. You think this is? This is Seven Eleven, bitch. <laughs> and they just deboed his ass, like apparently. And so he, and, you know, of course, there's no one else to like come in the Seven Eleven during the fucking blizzard. Probably everyone else called in, like, yeah, nah, we good, you know, <laughs> like called in sick or something. So he had to do it. And um, so the dude was in his fifties, you know, and he had to stay open for fifty fucking hours. That's like. Over two days straight in 7-Eleven hell with snow piling up outside. Like, can you imagine that shit? Probably no fucking customers coming in. Who the fuck is going to come into a 7-Eleven in the countryside during a fucking blizzard in, like, the, the probably the mountains or a small-ass town in Japan? It's crazy, right? <laughs> but, you know, again, 7-Eleven, like, if a black... Not, you know, not only 7-Eleven, I'm calling them out, but black company, fuck you. You better make that money for this motherfucking company. Uh, yeah man like seriously that's how shit rolls uh over here it's gangster man it can get fucking gangster so um yeah um it goes on to say you know uh he was shoveling snow in because like, like he i mean he had to keep the parking lot clear and it's like a fucking blizzard you know you it was a lot of snow here in tokyo so i can imagine the countryside it was even worse but um so he was shoveling snow uh, got, this dude is in his 50s, right? He's shoveling snow in the store's parking lot from early February 6th and ended up working at the store until February 8th, right? Now, now we got to take a quick time out because you might be listening if you're not familiar with the Japanese business culture or the Japanese way of thinking, you might be like, fuck that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Double fuck that, right? And <laughs> I am, you know, I concur 100%. Um, and, you know, shame, obligation, and god damn it, I keep forgetting the third one. I always forget the third one. Um, shame, obligation, and what's the fucking other one? Uh, um, motivators for Japanese society, they always say. Shame, obligation, and fuck. Um, is, is it guilt? Embarrassment. That's what it is. Uh, shame, obligation, and embarrassment. I think those are the three I, would, I say. Um, but, um, yeah, so if you... 
if you think about it, um, yeah, like, um, why would what would possess a dude to do this, right? You you gotta think about this, and it's kind of the motivators of Japanese society, obligation, right? He's obligated to be, you know, keep the store open because he's the owner. He's the person it falls upon. And it's his job. It's his responsibility. You know, duty is a big kind of thing here. So it's his duty to, to keep the store open because the, you know, he's a member of the 7-Eleven fucking corporate system. And they're, you know, like, it's like samurai culture. Remember, samurai, is, you know, if you can kind of imagine, like, you know, fucking daimyo's like, yo, keep, you know, keep this fucking Shinobi 7-Eleven open, so you better fucking do it, you know, and I don't care if you gotta kill yourself to do it, you gotta commit fucking seppuku to do this shit, you better do it by shoveling the fucking parking lot in the blizzard. That's kind of how it goes sometimes here, you know, um, and not everyone is... I hate these words. It's kind of brainwashed, you know, but um, not everyone is like that. The people who aren't are kind of like, that's fucking crazy. But there are a lot of people here who live their life like that without judging them. Like, I mean, there is a certain sense of security knowing that you belong. You know, belonging is kind of an important uh, and, you know, a, a big motivator in life, not only in Japan, but for everyone. But especially in Japan, it becomes even more significant. So, um, you know, having a place in the company and listening, following company orders because it's your duty is something that is like a big thing. So, oh, yeah, this shit gets even wilder, though, right? Because, um, so... So, you know, the dude, according to this article, the dude, he, he he keeps asking the company, you know, if he could if he can close up shop because he was like, fuck, you know, the snow on the roof could fall on to customers and that could be a dangerous thing and that could be a lawsuit. Like, you know, but um, wait, let me take it on. But um, but the head office told him, no, you got to keep this fucking store open, you know, and saying that. If the people were injured, it would be covered by insurance, right? So you can just imagine someone on the phone like, yes, I, I can. Like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Like, we got the insurance, motherfucker. You just keep pumping this shit. We got to keep this motherfucker open. We 7-Eleven. You know, you, you know. Uh, basically, the guy, I would imagine, you know, he was like, I just need some sleep. I'm fucking delirious. I'm drinking this 7-Eleven coffee. Well, no, he probably wouldn't be drinking it. He'd probably be paying for it. You know, he wouldn't be stealing the shit. Like, I'm, you know, I'm buying all this stuff. I'm the only one. I'm the only customer in this, you know, store surrounded by blizzard fucking snow. <laughs> and the only reason why I'm, we're making any money is because I'm, like, paying for coffee to keep myself awake, burning the midnight oil. Like, <laughs> So, so I mean, it's a fucked up situation, but it's so fucked. Sometimes you hear shit here that's so fucked up. It's you just, it's just comical. So, so get this though. Get this. So you know they're like, no, fuck that. Keep this shit open. Insurance will cover everything. So his wife, the motherfucker's wife, who's in her forties and also works at the store, was removing snow. She also works because you know they're they're the dynamic duo. So. Um, she was removing snow. Um, I guess she was an employee. He's the owner. She's one of the employees, you know. And so she was removing snow with him. And she got ill because of exhaustion, you know, after the first day. Again, probably, uh, probably, I would maybe like, uh, if you think about it, maybe like the first day there um, might have been some people running into 7 Eleven to get some supplies or whatever. Like, you know, get some bread, get some, buy whatever the fuck, you know, some food or something before the snow got too heavy. So they might have been busy, but if no one else was there, like, you know, they got to run outside, shovel some fucking snow. A customer comes in, oh shit, we got to run back in, you know, restock the shelves, help people pay for shit, like run back outside, the snow's getting thicker, like keep the motherfucking parking lot clear, like, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, like with only like two, one or two people in his, 50s and his wife in her 40s probably late 40s like you that's kind of not easy in the fucking cold too right so um yeah so she fell ill because of exhaustion and then the late <laughs> later the head office sent people to help 
But they just stayed for a couple hours and then dipped the fuck out. Right? So, <laughs> according, the union said, like, <laughs> they were like, okay, we're sending backup from fucking the head office. And then they were like, you know, he's like, we need some people. And then the people were like, all right, we're going to send some people. And they probably forced some, like, junior coworkers, like, okay, you guys, your first year people, go out, go out there and fucking help them out. So, they went out there and they were like, fuck this. <laughs> and they dipped off after a, little, after a few hours, probably shoveling snow or like, you know, fucking like restocking some shelves or, you know, doing probably not getting their hands dirty, doing some like light work or something like that. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, right? Um, and lastly, he said, you know, the, it, the company supplies... A franchise owners with a manual on how to respond to disasters and i think they said somewhere in the article that it was up to the owner to um to decide whether or not he could suspend operations now i i, I propose I, I think I, re- I remember i read this with my student and he was like yeah but that's how japan works like on the surface you you give you empower people to do that shit but deep inside you're gonna lean on them to be like oh really you're gonna you think you should close, huh? Oh, well, you're the only one that's closing. Hmm. Um, well, if you close, then, you know, our, our sales are going to dip, and that's going to be a problem. Now, in English, someone's telling you that. You might be like, fuck that. Like, I'm going to fuck home. But in Japan, like, it, it, the weight of that, again, obligation in society, you know, embarrassment you know um or shame if you will um um you know fuck why well, gotta write these fucking concepts down i keep forgetting them <laughs> but, but you know those those that type of language has a really a really strong impact in japan like even me like saying in english it don't mean shit but like if someone said that to me in japanese i would feel it a lot deeper just because you understand like the mentality it is it's weird like you just separate the two um so it you know someone again from the head office shaming you you know into or embarrassing you into uh, you know feeling like obligated to keep the store open is a huge motivator in japanese so in J- japanese society so um it's fucked up that situation happened and the dude like had to work for 50 fucking hours straight like can you imagine that shit like and i trust me he was not sitting down on the job he was not like you know pulling up like like what you and i would probably do like when the snow got heavy like pulling up a fucking chair and you know sitting behind the counter with your eyes closed until you hear the doorbell ring nah that motherfucker was running around all over the place like a worker bee i'm 100 percent sure making sure the fucking parking lot's clear making sure the shelves are stocked making sure anyone who does come in gets served and then like you know calling the head office and then that's a lot of fucking shit to do and he's in his 50s he was in his 50s you know god bless him fuck like but yeah yeah man like so that's kind of a little peep into the psychology behind a black company here oh fuck we're at 40 minutes damn i lied people <laughs> surprise i lied like we're, we are getting a standard episode length like i didn't think uh this topic would stretch out that far um it's probably might even go to an hour because we got one more article to go um yay yay cheers to that oh kind of want to drink some wine but i gotta work early tomorrow so fuck that um yeah so and i still gotta get this episode online too um before the night's up so um let me just hurry and get to the second article the second article um is a little bit um you know I, i don't even think i read the whole thing but is is kind of the opposite side of people who operating with some type of you know independent thought and um it's uh how where am i gonna start am i gonna start with ampama okay i'll start with ampama because for me that's the most interesting thing um so this is excuse me this is an article um about some real life ampaman type people now you might be like well who the fuck is ampaman and me too like you know again uh let's let's rely on the internet so uh um, so if you type in a n p a n 
M-A-N, Ampaman. Uh, the character will come up. Um, and what he is, he is a fucking, you, you might be like, it's like this round little superhero character. It's this kid's show here. And I didn't know what the fuck he is. And <laughs> I remember, too, the first time, like, I think my first year in Japan, and a student explained to me, like, a really cool dude, like, I remember, um, Satoshi, like, you know, and he explained to me about Ampaman, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And, like, I don't even know how to swear. Like, it, it sounds so fucked up. Like, so what? Okay, first... Yeah, this is actually probably more important than the article itself because I can summarize that really quickly. But like, so what Ampama is? This is a really popular kids show. Again, like, I, what would I equate Ampama to? Like in the West, like fucking, I, I don't fucking know. It's Ampama, goddamn it. Like, okay, but like. Um, which might be, uh, if you're trying to study Japanese, you might want to give it a try, um, and see if you can follow it. You know, the language might be a little bit easier, but then again, it's a, it's a lot of like yelling and screaming in kids language. So, um, I think when I watch it, sometimes it's a, it might be a bit tougher for me to, um, follow just because it's so much like squealing and yelling and, you know, shit like that. And I, that's always more tougher for me to hear than people speaking just standard Japanese. Um, but um, but anyway, this ampon is sweet bean paste bread. And if you don't know what sweet bean paste, like, on uncle is like, it looks kind of like chocolate. It's a dark red bean paste. It looks kind of like chocolate. And if you bite into it, you're, you'll be fooled and think that it's chocolate and you'll be disgusted by the taste. <laughs> like I tell people, like I, my first, like, six eight years in japan i was i was disgusted by it you know every time i the first time i remember the first time i bit into it and i was just like what the fuck like you know because i thought it was chocolate and it just it's just, it's just like yeah i can't describe it but you know the first like five six years i was like fuck that then you know people giving it to you i'm like okay i can kind of eat it you know i won't like complain and be rude and and now I'm like, ah, eh, fuck it. Like, you know, I can I can deal with it. White um white on or sweet bean paste is is I think deep pretty decent. The the red stuff is just like eh, you know, I'll just wolf it down if I have to, but um I'm not like gonna ask for it like, yo, give me the um pon, give me the uncle and like I'm not gonna be all up in the shit like that. But there's this character. So based on uh um pon and I'm trying to see if you type in Ampon space. Yeah, if you type in Ampon, again, A-N-P-A-N, you can kind of see what it looks like. Um, that'll probably be more helpful for you as well. So you'll see it's just like, um, I think the, for my image, well, I don't know which, which one they're doing it, but any, all of them, you can see there's different variations, different like, densities of beans different like you know sometimes it's in a roll sometimes it's in like two little sandwich things the second row the one on the right has a little like all the way on the far right has a little like sandwich kind of thing that was like the first motherfucker that tricked me because i saw that shit and i thought it was chocolate and i bit into it i was like ooh, fucking chocolate pancake sandwich type joint you know <laughs> and i bit into that motherfucker and i was so pissed off i like almost spit it on the ground i think like and i just threw it away because it was just like not my thing especially i had such a westernized palate you know it really is japanese flavor shit like i can't describe what it tastes like like to be honest with you i can't i can't just, you just got it's gotta be one of those things you just gotta try and you know just suck it up and try it and then you'll be like okay this is japanese food but again your my tastes have changed over the years and now i can eat it so going back to Ampanman, right he is a cartoon superhero like superman that's made of Ampan. so if you look at if you google images Ampanman, what you'll see if you look at all the characters all of them are basically food um like it's just different types of food and shit. There's like malampaman, there's shokupanman, which is like sliced bread. There's like some dude that's like peanuts or some shit like that. I don't even know. Like I, I don't really watch the show, but like they're all based on food. Except bikingman, the the villain is called bikingman, and which is biking is bacteria, basically. So it's like 
he's bacteria and then he's got some other sidekicks who are some cute bacteria i don't fucking know but but the fuck the <laughs> so the crazy thing is when like my student like years ago he was explaining this shit to me and he was like and i was just like what he was like yeah he's bred his head is bred and he gives his head to other people. It's like I know this is gonna sound kind of weird, but <laughs> but so literally on the show, what happens is he's he's a superhero, and he, if I remember correctly, so he you know his like home base or his like Alfred or Q type person is a chef, and when his power gets low or he gets fucked up or something like that you know he needs a replacement head so the chef bakes a head which is of course ampan and then throws it at him or delivers it to him or something like that and then his old head will come off and then his new head will pop on his body and then he'll be like i'm back Ooh, and then he'll be like all powered up or some shit or like if people are um hungry i think he said like he'll give his head to people you know i know i know i'm talking about kids show like (laughs) but yeah his head will come off it'll like roll off and then i haven't i've never personally seen people eating his head like you know hungry kids eating his head like but I have seen, like, you know, his power's low or something fucked up happens to him. He gets damaged. He's got, like, a piece of his brain coming out or something. <laughs> you know, his, his, his uncle brain popping out. And then, like, the chef will be like, yo, roll up in, like, a flying bakery van. <laughs> I know. It sounds fucking crazy, right? Roll up in a flying bakery van and be like, like bird call him or something like that and then like throw a head at him and then the old one will come rolling off and then the new one will come popping on and then he'll like beat everyone up in like a very kid friendly cutesy cutesy kind of way um if you're into like cutesy japanese shit like um like hello kitty like all that stuff Man might be something you might enjoy you know the characters the cartoon um you can find episodes on youtube um probably with english subtitles um the you know i i was the article said i've never heard i never paid enough attention to the show but apparently his slogan translates to please eat my head not really sure i again i've only seen a few episodes but it just was way too boring for me so I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And I was just like, you know, maybe I was drunk one time <laughs> watching it, but the details of the show, just nothing really stuck out at me. So, and it's just, it's just too juvenile. When I talk to kids about it, they're just like, Ampaman is way too, like, kitty for us. But, you know, it's way kawaii, kawaii overload type show. So if you're into, like, kawaii type shit, um, definitely go for it you know if you just type in all the characters there's a bunch of fucking characters like hamburger cowboy i'm just looking at it now like you got hamburger cowboy rice ball type person you got a fucking dog you got some melon pond which is uh, melon pond which has nothing no melon flavor in it at all it's just shaped like a cantaloupe and but it's just like sweet bread but it doesn't really taste like melon at all it's japan you can't really make so much sense of this shit um and yeah all this other stuff but um anyway 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 that's the show so back to the article so basically um you know showing people actually um using common sense you know because i wanted to maybe and i didn't want to only give negative shit like you know ever again not everyone here is a robot so um the article is from several years ago and again student told me about um this article as well um after telling me about the previous one and it, it is kind-hearted delivery men hand out truckload of bread to snow-stranded motorists again uh, kind-hearted delivery men hand out truckload of bread to snow-stranded motorists. It's on a website called Sola News 24. Um, it's from like 2014. I had never heard of this either, but um, just a quick brief summary of what happened. Again, there was another big-ass snowstorm in the Tokyo area, um, and uh, people were stranded on the highway. So 
truck drivers were um, who were stranded somewhere. Um, they in the Tokyo area. They realized like they weren't going to be able to make their deliveries before the expiration date of their bread. So they took it upon themselves to message people on social media and be like, "Look, we're in this place. We're not going to be able to make our deliveries. The snow is way too he- heavy. We're just going to give out as much bread as we- bread and other pastries and shit like that as we can." So other motorists and everyone who was stranded on the highway, they were like, "Just come on down, get some of all this good shit." And um, it became like it went viral, I guess, apparently on Twitter and stuff like that. Twitter's still really big in Japan. I mean, Twitter's big in the West, but it's still like a thing thing. You know, people have kind of moved on in other, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Twitter's not the main deal, you know, outside Japan, but it is kind of one of the main deals still here. So on Twitter, they were handing out, you know, pallets of bread and shit like that to hungry motorists, which I thought was really cool. Again, they're using their common sense. But if you really think about it, I was, on second thought, these are kind of more blue-collar people, so truck drivers, so they have more, like, ugh, you know, kind of um, fuck-that-shit kind of, you know, sense, if you will, versus more white-collar people would, would, would tend to more follow be a bit more, you know, sheepish and, and kind of follow orders um, to the T, you know, if they were like, you got to eat this fucking bread or, you know, and people might, some people might do it. But, um, yeah, so that's basically it. We're coming, oh, wow, nice, 50 minutes. So, again, yay, we, we got like a regular size episode, which is cool. Um, those were kind of, I think that we covered all the bases on the previous episode and this, so I don't really have anything more to say on that subject. So next week we'll come, I'll come at you with something completely different, completely fresh, probably something lighter. Um, but again, it is golden week here in Japan and I will be working at work, working here and spending some time with my family. Um, you know, squeeze that in. And probably when I come back, I might talk about Infinity War. No S. Or not. I don't know. So, <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck I'm, i got planned for the next episode. At all. So, alright y'all. Let me get this shit online and then take my ass to bed kind of early. Because tomorrow is another day. So, thank y'all uh, again. Oh, almost forgot. Please give me some likes. Please give me some comments. Please give me something. Um... Wherever you get this, you know, some reviews of the podcast on iTunes would really, really help. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, at Instagram, at Akil, A-K-I-L, dot W-A-T-S-O-N, questions for Akil, um, at gmail.com if you have any questions about any fucking thing. Um, or, you know, again, on Instagram, it's all good, like, I'll, I'll generally see everything. You know, because, you know, again, I'm ice cold in these streets. So, <laughs> all right, let me get the fuck out of here. All right, y'all, it's been fun. Gotta run. Holla at you next time. Peace.